outside is not that cold and if you take my hand I'll walk with you to Georgia Hello everyone and welcome to Country with Celine. I am your host Celine Schmirky and on today's episode we welcome Hayden Aiden, how are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing? I'm doing awesome. Thanks for asking. Um, now, for the viewers that are joining in on Country with Sling today, this is new to them because this does not exist. Usually, it's a plain backdrop in one of my rooms at my house. But I mean, we're going to try something different today. So, if you guys see my teeth as brown or my nails as brown, it is because of the backdrop. Just saying, just putting that out there. But I mean, it's still cool. It's still cool. How, how do you like it, Hayden? It's good. It's working. It's working. <laughs> it's working. You know, we're going to make it work. Um, okay, so now, Hayden, you are, well, you've pretty much established yourself as kind of a staple in the Texas music country scene, and in the past year, you've had two singles reach the top 10 on the Texas country charts, recently named the 2021 New Male Vocalist of the Year at the Texas Regional Radio Report Award Awards. So as a Texas boy yourself, how special is this for you? Yeah, it's all been it's all been awesome, and um, you know, I only started doing this music thing uh, about four years ago, something like that. Um, and so it's pretty crazy how how fast everything's moved. And you know, for a lot of people, that you know, getting those things you just mentioned can take a take you know quite a bit longer than four years. So it's been really cool to see it all move fast. And then, like you said, growing up here and all that stuff obviously makes it a little bit more sweet. But Hopefully those were the first of many achievements to come. That's, that's the hope. Yes, no, of course. That's something that I was actually going to touch on. And since you brought it up, let's just talk about it right now. So you started this music career four years ago. So what was it that made you realize, you know what, I want to pursue a country music career? Yeah, uh, really, it, it wasn't much, anything uh, specific, I guess. I learned to play the guitar when I was 14. Um, I think I'd seen uh, I'd seen Eric Church open for Kenny Chesney, and I remember there was so something about Eric, watching Eric Church that I went home and I told my family that I wanted to take guitar lessons, um, and so I did, and uh, took a few months of guitar lessons, and then uh, basically for years and years um, I never played the guitar, and singing wasn't even in the you know in the picture. Then my family would just ask to hear me play the guitar, and I was too shy to play them a chord or whatever. Um, and then basically I got down to Texas A&M for my freshman year of college uh, here in College Station. And, um, you know, as a lot of the stories go, I was talking to a young lady at the time, Daytoner, and uh, my roommate, who was one of my best friends from high school, he wanted to embarrass me. And a uh, young lady came over and he said something about, well, you know, Hayden can sing and play the guitar. And uh, so my face turned bright red. And um, after about 30 minutes of arguing, I ended up playing and singing for the first time ever. And my roommate, he uh, he recorded it on, you know, Snapchat or whatever and put it out there. And then uh, about a month and a half later, I played my very first show and then been doing it ever since. So okay. everything happens for a reason. I exactly believe that. <laughs> 
And you know what? It's honestly so hard though to play in front of people. Like, I mean, I give you guys credit for that because (laughs) I could never. And I mean, you started out that way, but you got over that fear of yours, which is awesome. And you have to, if you want to be a musician because you're constantly playing for people, but that's an awesome story. And Eric Church, wow. You know, funny enough, you said that I was supposed to go to his concert in January, but Mm. got postponed because of COVID. So like, that's great. That's great. But I'm excited. Well, I hope you get to see him sometime soon. Yes. Oh, hopefully. Well, after that, I mean, like what you just explained, I'm like, I'm excited to see you now, Eric Church. That would be my first time seeing him. So I'm yeah, I know. I would, I would like to go back and see him, you know, cause this, when I saw him, it was back. I mean, if I was 14, that was a long time ago. That was back in his like real chief days. Like when he had, still wore the ball cap and you know, the long scraggly hair and all that stuff. So I'd like to go see him again sometime. Yeah, no, well, he, he's aged very nicely. Let's just put that. <laughs> <laughs> um, So let's talk about your latest album. So Red Dirt, Texas, what inspired this album? Yeah, that album was just uh, basically I, I started working with, uh, you know, my producer, now manager, Trent Willman. I'd gone down there and um, basically we just knew it was time to start writing some songs. And that was kind of my first uh, intro into writing with people in Nashville and getting into Nashville. It was actually my first trip to Nashville. Oh, wow. And, um, yeah, and so I met up with Trent, and we ended up writing, uh, we wrote Where You Come In, and so that would have been the first song, basically, that was going to go on Red Dirt, Texas. So I guess that was kind of the, the base of that record was Where You Come In. And um, and then that, after we wrote that, that's when Trent asked, uh, you know, about him possibly producing the next record. And uh, obviously I said yes. And then um, after that, you know, the songs really just started falling in line. Me and Trent wrote a bunch of songs. Um, I did a lot of co-writing with people. Um, I think I wrote on about half the songs on that record, uh, so five. And then um, and then Trent would just start playing me demos of stuff he'd either written, you know, with other people or stuff that had gotten pitched to him and whatnot. And so all of it just kind of fell in line. But we really just – we tried to – basically just obviously make sure everything was really genuine and especially if I didn't write it it was at least something I could relate to or you know something that's happened to me something like that and uh, anyways I think we ended up doing a pretty good job I think we've we've had I want to say it's like four or five singles we put out to radio and pushed and all that stuff off that record and um, they all did relatively well and then we had a couple that just got picked up and kind of blew up on Spotify on different playlists so I think that record I think we did an all right job with it. And now, are you on TikTok as well? <laughs> so yes, I am on TikTok, but I get I get uh, I get crap all the time because I'm not a very good TikToker. Okay. So That's I was okay. actually thinking, I know I've got time after me and you get done tonight that I might sit down and try and do something. And I forget that it's there, honestly. So. It, <laughs> it is so helpful for artists like, like musicians oh, yeah. like anybody else as well but I, I mean like if you were to put your songs out on there they'll just take off so you better get started on <laughs> tiktok Hayden. after this interview is done you've got to start <laughs> all right i, I will <laughs> uh, and now just talking about some songs of yours what would you say is your all-time favorite song that you've put out if you can pick one because i mean like Ooh, I it'd be really hard that is a tough one um Oh, that's a tough question. Uh, cause they're all my favorite, right? Okay. No, um, no, probably the, the song I think I was, I've been most excited about, uh, was actually my latest single that we put out, um, better than your memory. 
Um, and mainly uh, just because it's so, it's straight up 90s. It's that 90s shuffle. And, uh, you know, if anybody knows one thing about me, it's that, you know, I'm a traditionalist when it comes to country music. I try to keep that kind of 90s vibe alive. And I think that song, obviously, you can't, you know, there's no ifs, ands, or buts that uh, that's country music. So probably that, probably better than your memory. I was just going to say, in your songs, you can hear the traditional country in them. And I mean, I think of George Strait, Clay Walker, even Alan Jackson when I listen to your stuff. So are those your influences or is there other artists out there that are your influences? Yeah, uh, definitely. Definitely those 90, 90s guys are, I guess, my main influence. Um, like you said, I love Clay Walker. Just went and saw him for my birthday, actually, at Billy Bob's here in Texas. That was fun. Uh, but, yeah, Alan Jackson, obviously George Strait. Everybody loves George Strait. Um, trying to thank Tracy Lawrence. I mean, really, any of that 90s stuff, it's hard to go wrong with. And then, obviously, nowadays, um, you know, you have guys like Cody Johnson who are kind of doing the – doing the old traditionalist thing. You've got John Party who's doing a great job. Um, and then, you know, some other Texas guys, Randall King, um, and he's starting to really blow up. He's, you know, got his record deal and really making a mark now. And, yeah, so there's there's a bunch of those guys like that. But, yeah, I mean, it's kind of all over the board. And then, of course, you know, love people, you know, Luke Combs. I mean, all those, all those, Eric Church, obviously, you know. So it kind of comes from all over, but I'd say mainly it's the 90s thing. It's nice when newer artists are kind of sticking to the roots of the traditional country rather than just going completely pop country nowadays. Because, I mean, it's nice to have that variety where you can either listen to the pop country, even there's rap country too, which is so odd. But, I mean, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. And then the <laughs> traditional country too. So I like, I love how you sound. I'll just put it like that. I really love <laughs> Well, thank you. You're welcome. Um, and now Dream Collaboration. Any of those folks that you just mentioned or maybe somebody else that you haven't mentioned? Yeah, uh, dream collaboration. That, yeah, pro definitely George Strait. Yeah. yeah, pretty much what I just mentioned. George Strait, Clay Walker, um, and then obviously Cody Johnson would be, would be a really good one. So. That was my dog, if you heard that. It's okay. Mine's sitting right there, and I've been waiting on him to bark this whole time. So I feel well, you. Don't well, worry. <laughs> if, if he doesn't bark during this interview, something <laughs> is wrong. <laughs> um, and now, Hayden, you have been on multiple uh, TV. You've made multiple TV appearances. So do you ever get, like, nervous when you make those appearances? Because, I mean, like, yes, you're a musician, and you play in front of live, live crowds in an audience but like I feel like TV is just a completely different world sometimes because it's like a camera and you yeah. and millions watching essentially so do you ever like get nervous when that happens yeah uh yeah actually I haven't done the the TV thing in a while at the kind of I think probably about a year after me get doing the whole music thing year year and a half um that i started doing a bunch of news channels and stuff like that and then I, I did something for the nfr in vegas but yeah i haven't done it in a while but i definitely remember um for whatever reason yes i would get extremely nervous for those um and it wasn't even so much the fact that uh i knew there was a bunch of people watching i think it was just more like you know, most of the time for us, when we show up to a venue or whatever, we have time to like sound check and then you have time to chill before the show and kind of acclimate to everything. And there it's like you show up and no one really cares who you are or what you're there for because you're, you know, you're on their schedule and everything moves at a million miles an hour. And then they kind of just like throw you in front of the camera and they're like, plug your guitar in, 
and then three, two, one, go. So it's like it all happens in a split second, and I, I don't roll like that. I don't like it. So I remember getting very nervous for all that. I don't roll like that. I don't like it. I, I love that. Honestly, yes, television can be very hectic and overwhelming for lots of people, including myself. Yeah. Because, I mean, as soon as someone shoves a camera in my face and says, okay, three, two, one, action, it's like, oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Um, but that's completely understandable. Um, and now let's just talk more about your uh, childhood. So you transitioned into the music career, like you were saying, four years ago. Now, did your parents grow up? Are, are they musically inclined? Or did they grow up listening to country music? Yeah, yeah. Uh none of them are really musically inclined as far as I know. Uh, my, my grandfather, um, I know he, when he was in college, I think he played, uh, like trumpet in a jazz band or something like that. But that's, that's about the only musical influence I know about in my family. Um, and other than that, yes, they, they did grow up listening to country music. I remember my dad was a a big Randy Travis fan. Um, a lot of people would say he looked like him. I, you know, I didn't see it, but Hey, you know, (laughs) But I remember listening to Randy Travis, and then, uh, so my dad always kind of had that stuff on, George Strait, stuff like that, um, and then I remember my brother, uh, one of my older brothers, he uh, he was kind of the one I would always ride around before I got my license with, and uh, he was the one who kind of got me turned on to, like, Tracy Lawrence and, and all that kind of stuff. That was, so my brother was a big influence on the music side as well. Maybe there's, like, a hidden talent that you don't know about. Like, I mean, you never know. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'll send you all their phone numbers and you can call and ask them. Okay. I'm more than happy to do that. I'm more than happy to do that. Um, And now just more on a serious um, type of note, uh, you were diagnosed with type 1 diabetes at a young age, and now you work with several organizations to talk about the disease and and spread awareness. Now, why is this so important for you? Yeah, uh, mainly just because, like you said, got diagnosed uh, at, yeah, about eight years old um so it's been a while now actually and um anyways and I just know at the beginning I remember there was so many you know people and different organizations and all this stuff where basically you know they were helping you as a young kid getting diagnosed with this disease and you're having to learn how to take shots and all you know everything a kid doesn't like and um and then you know so then as I kind of got older and then obviously got in this music thing. And as I started kind of building somewhat of a a platform for myself to be able to talk about things or whatever, um, you know, I just figured it was, it was something obviously extremely personal and close to me. And, um, you know, if there's a way for me to give back and and help out other kids or other people with, you know, uh, type one diabetes, then, um, you know, that's what I would like to do. We were kind of raised to help other people and, you know, help where you can. And so uh, I just figured this is a great thing. So yeah, so the main one we help out is uh, JDRF. And, um, you know, they were the biggest ones at the beginning, um, you know, that helped me out. They're the ones that have all these programs and whatnot you can go to. And so yeah, we have a we have a whole merch line, actually, where a percentage of the proceeds go back to JDRF and helping that stuff out. And we've done a couple shows, actually, we had one canceled because when COVID hit, but uh, we're hoping to get some more stuff uh, lined up to, to you know, support that. Now, speaking of that, you said merch. Where could people go if listening to this right now and they want to buy some merch so the proceeds go there? Where should they go? Yeah, so the easiest thing to find anything about me is my website, which is HaydenHaddock.com. And that has links to all of our merchandise, which there is a ton, I promise. And that'll have shows, links to music, everything you could possibly want to know at HaydenHaddock.com. 
Well, that is the place to look up, everybody listening. Um, and now, Hayden, before I let you go, I, we're going to play a little game here. I mean, this is kind of unusual. I've never done this one before. But I mean, hey, there's <laughs> for everything. And we're going to test it out with Hayden. Um, so we're going to test your American knowledge. Okay. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lord is correct. Okay. You ready? I have a couple questions. Answer them the best you can. Okay. So the first All one. right. <laughs> How many states are in the USA? 50. Okay. How many, oh, that was correct, by the way, obviously. Um, <laughs> how many people are in the USA? What's the population? Oh, uh, oh, I, oh someone high. was just talking about this. Very there. high. <laughs> I'm trying to remember how many people are on the whole, in the whole world uh, before I answer that question. I don't know, isn't it like, uh, it's high. I don't know. I'm going to go like one, one. No, I don't know. That's tough. Uh, Come on. Any number. Come on. All right. We'll just go a billion. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> a billion people in the States. Wow. Okay. I don't know. So the correct answer is 329 uh, million. 329 million. I almost said 310 million. And then for some <laughs> reason I thought it was way higher. Okay. Right. Yeah, well, that, that is pretty high. I mean, the population of Canada, I believe it's like 30 million. So like, that's, that's what I couldn't remember. What's the population of the world? I think it's 7 billion. I think it, or it was 7 billion. And now it's maybe nine. But I last time I checked, it was seven. Huh. Okay. After the, <laughs> we're gonna Google this after so we know. Um, what when was America founded? 1776, I believe. Yeah, 1776. Yeah, you got that. I don't even know when Canada was founded. I just know it was July 1st. <laughs> um, and what is the capital of America? The capital of America? Washington, D.C. Yeah, you got it. I mean, I gave you... Okay, see, I did pretty good. You did really good. I mean, probably because I gave you really easy questions, but... Uh, <laughs> No, you did pretty good. Well, uh, thank you so much, Hayden, for joining me today on Country with Selena. It was so awesome getting to chat with you and getting to know you. And if you are all listening and you guys want to check out more about Hayden, head over to his website, which is www.haydenhadoff.com. Correct? Yes. Awesome. Well, thank you again, Hayden, for chatting with me on Country with Selena. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. It's fancier places around. This is where we always wind up When it's time to wind it down Yeah, I think it's time to wind it